Welcome back to Soteria Prophetic Ministries with your host and teacher, Apostle Dr. Delisa Rogers. There is a word of encouragement and inspiration waiting for you. Subscribe to our podcast to receive notifications of new episodes and make sure to share this podcast with a friend. Now, without further ado, here's Delisa with your message for today. Well, grace and peace, God bless you. Welcome back to Soteria Prophetic Ministries. I'm your host for the next few moments, Dr. Delisa, and I want to share a word of God with you. It's coming out of the book of Joshua, the 14th chapter, verses 6 through 13, just to give you some context. But I'm going to read just out of that. I'm going to pull something out of content, out of context and share it with you. And uh, Caleb is speaking, and he says, Here I am this day, 85 years old, as yet as I am strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me. Just as my strength was then, so now is my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. Now, therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day. For you heard in that day how the Anakim, or the giants, were there, and the cities were great and fortified. He said, It may be that the Lord will be with me, and I will be able to drive them out as the Lord said. And the Bible says that Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb as an inheritance. And so I want to talk to you for a few moments about um, that place of rest. Talking about the place of rest. And I don't mean rest like night, night, take a nap rest. But I'm talking about a place where you can cease from labor um, in the things of God. And I don't mean cease like not do anything, but for certain seasons and certain assignments there there's an end to everything and i know sometimes it looks like i'm going to be doing this forever i'm going to be stuck with this forever i'm going to be in this uh calling forever i'm going to be in the you know and and so we can kind of feel trapped sometimes when we don't see the end from the beginning but i want to encourage you coming out of caleb's life that this man of god waited the bible says he said i am 85 years old and so, you know, put that on and, and, and you know, for size and just kind of look at what he had to endure. And I'm just going to give I'm going to say since he survived that generation, I'm going to say he was he was 40. Right. As a matter of fact, as a matter of fact, the scripture says these 45 years. So he was approximately 40 years old when that promise, that prophetic promise was given to him from Moses. And so for 45 years, he waited but as he waited, he served. And so this stands to reason that many times when we think the dawning of a thing should be, when we think that, okay, I've been waiting for two years, surely my time is at hand. And that's not to say that you have to wait 45 years. But what I am saying is that whatever that time frame looks like for you, do it wholeheartedly. Caleb testifies he finally found this place of rest and it came from a place of laboring and it takes me back to what Jesus said in Matthew chapter 11 verse 28 he said come to me all you who are weary uh, and heavy laden and I will give you rest so there, there's a place of rest even the Lord talks about that Sabbath rest right on the seventh day the Lord rested and so there is that prophetic promise of a season of rest from labor Whatever that labor, you know, looked like or, or whatever, uh, you know, industry you labored in, whichever lane you, you labored in, there does come a time where you get to rest from that. Even the Bible, I, I can't recall right now, but uh, the Lord said, give the land rest. 
right give them seven years to rest and so there is I want to encourage you because some of you may be reaching that place to where you feel feel weary and worn out burnt out in the whole nine yards and it just seems as if you know what I, I just don't see a break I don't see when this will end I don't see time when I can pull away and just kind of get into that place of solitude and 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 you know reset and refresh and refocus but that place is prophesied God has already assigned a time in your life a place in your life a season in your life and the people to whom will help facilitate that rest God already has that um, has already designed that season for you so Jesus says, come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden or heavy burden. He said, I'm going to give you rest, right? He says, listen, he said, take my yoke upon me and uh, excuse me, take my yoke upon you and learn of me. He said, for I am um, meek and, and lowly in heart and you will find rest for your soul. And so Caleb, after all of these years, 45 years of warring, he said, I am just as strong this day as the day when I first received that word and I, I, I want to speak to you and speak to your heart and, and let me just ask you a hypothetical question do you still have that same strength do you start are you still fervent are you still steadfast from the day that the Lord promised you the 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 inheritance the breakthrough the promise whatever that thing was from that time to now, regardless of how many years have passed, do you still maintain your strength? He said, I am just as strong this day as I was when Moses sent me 45 years of, of operating and functioning and, and excelling in that same strength. That's that's the miracle working power of God that he, even the Lord said, I will give you strength. God will give you strength. God said, I will lift you up, right? When you find yourself in those seasons where you just feel so worn out, you feel so tired and, and overwhelmed, and you just feel as if the cares of this life are just overtaking you, there is a place of rest that God has for you. And and so if you endure and, and, and learn how, and this is what I like to tell, especially younger ministers, because there is the tendency to get out there and just run, 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 run. And I'm not saying not to. But what I am saying is to pace yourself because there's a long road by grace, by faith, and prayerfully God will give you a long uh, journey in ministry. But you, you, you don't know how long you're going to be out here laboring. And let me tell you something, laboring in the kingdom of God it, it, it is not the same when you're not. Because you are operating. I had one of my church mothers years ago. I would always wonder why. And I know I'm jumping. Just bear with me. Praise God. But I would always wonder whenever I would get done preaching. Or whenever I would get done ministering or, or praying especially. I would feel so drained. Like I would just feel so. And can I be honest? Even after these podcasts sometimes. I feel drained. I'm just kind of sitting back like. Whew. You know. Because. And, and she helped me understand this because I said, why? I'm, I would look at other people and they could preach two and three services back to back. My God, I, it would just it would just take me out. It would just take me out. And so I, I, I pondered and I was like, why do I just feel so drained when I'm done ministering and when I'm and, you know, this was like way early on in my um uh, ministry years. Uh, uh, and, and, and so she said to me, she said, daughter, she said, 
the Lord told me to tell you something and I was like yes ma'am she said you she said when you minister she said you tap so hard into the realm of the spirit she said that you expend energy that you, you, you're not even cognizant of and I'm using my words but she said you expend energy that you're not even aware of you, 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 don't, you, not, you have no understanding about how much energy you use by tapping into the realm of the spirit like you do she said you pull from heaven and, and she said, as you pull, she said, it takes virtue because you, you're going through the second heavens. You're bypassing your own emotions, feelings, people, faces and all of that. And you're pulling straight from the father's heart. And she said, that's a realm that requires great strength. And, and it, it, she, said, it, she said, it expends energy and it requires great strength. She said, that's why you feel drained. And I looked at her and I said, it just, it made sense. And I'm not saying that, you know, nobody else does that, but I, I can only talk about me. But many times when I minister, I don't have notes. Now, is that's not to say you shouldn't, because I like to put a disclaimer out there, because sometimes people twist your words. Oh, she's saying don't preach with notes. So if you do, you don't. that's not what I'm saying. I, I'm just talking about me, because I can talk about me. But many times, I, 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 you know, God will give me the scripture. God will give me the context. And I'll just open up my mouth and speak and, and I'm pulling pulling and I've been like that for years and and so but I could not understand I was like why I would look at other ministers and there we're going to the three o'clock service and we've got the seven and I even tried it believe it or not I tried it and it just I was like mm -mm, I, it's just not for me and so I had always asked why Lord do I feel so worn out like I mean I'm just drained and my family's trying to pull on me for the rest of the day and I'm I'm just like no good I'm just looking at them almost with a catatonic stare and when she explained it to me, it made sense that when you're operating on that level, it does require more energy. It it just takes more virtue. And that's how even Jesus knew. Peter said, what do you mean, Lord, who's touched you? Everybody's touching you. You're in a crowd. And Jesus said, no, somebody touched me. I felt my virtue release. And so when there's a release of virtue, that person is, is they're drawing strength from you. And and I believe, and I give God the glory, don't get me wrong, that, you know, when he uses me to minister, and I, I'm, again, just talking about me, that people are drawing like they're nursing from you, and it does, it, it, it can drain you. The thing with that, though, is you have to have the wisdom to know how to guard yourself, because this can also leave you vulnerable. And so I want to help those who... Because you know we here. I listen. I sat in the pulpit before I was. In, uh, I sat in the pew before I was in the pulpit. And you would have the tendency to say, "Oh, they think they're so deep after church they leave, or they don't want nobody to touch them, or they don't." Everybody's covering and praying for them. And granted, there are some who do that for the show and and for the affectation and all of that. But there are times when you you're so vulnerable and you're so drained and you've tapped into the realm of the spirit and and demons want to come for the word. They want to attack you uh, for what you have done. And so you do need to be guarded. And you would find even Jesus on many occasions after he ministers, what, is, what does Jesus do? He would venture, he would wander off alone. He would lead the disciples and he would take the boat or just walk. And then the Bible says the angels would minister or restore him. And so that's what that means. And so that was what God revealed to me through my spiritual mother. She has since gone home, since gone home to be with the Lord. But it was a revelation and it helped me understand why I would just feel tired. 
and, and feel drained. And so I say all of that to say this, that when you look at um, Caleb, the Bible even said he had a different spirit. Caleb understood, listen, I have a promise. I have a prophetic promise hanging over my head. And in order for me to fulfill this, I've got to stay the course. And so what that means is I can't involve myself in things that will draw energy that I need for this season. And can I just help somebody with that? Be very, very careful. Oh, if I could just if I could just sit down in front of you and just <laughs> so you can see my face because I want you to hear my heart. Be very, very careful, careful people of God when you are in that season of manifestation, manifesting promises, manifesting destiny, manifesting talents and skills. And, and when I'm talking about when God is actively moving in your life, he's always moving. But I mean, when he's actively, when something is about to happen, okay, when, when there's a disturbance around you, when there's a shaking around you, be very watchful because it will be those times when people who are either on assignment from the enemy or who are operating in their flesh, because sometimes it looks the same, will pull on you. I need you to do this. I need you to call me. I need you to come over here. I need you to do this. And, and if you don't know how to navigate through this type of thing, you're going to connect you're going to make the phone call. You're going to do the visit. You're going to show up or whatever that thing they're requesting of you. And your strength, they're going to drain you. My apostle calls them um, vampire spirits. They will drain you, suck the life out of you. And it will be at that appointed time when your strength will be required of you. Let me give you an example. Do you remember... Um, Oh gosh, um, Delilah and Samson. And do you remember how she kept draining him? Remember what Samson said? He said, woman, he said, I forget the exact words, but in, in, in essence, he said, you're draining me. You're killing me. You, he said, you're going to drive me crazy. You know how we use, you drive me crazy. You, you be careful what you say. But it, he was, she was pulling so much from him, nagging him. He said, you're going to worry me to death. You're going to vex me to death. And, and so because she was draining him and that's what it literally feels like. Somebody is sucking the life force out of you. Because she said, I need, the Philistines had promised her so much gold or whatnot. And she kept saying, where, where's your strength, honey? Come lay in my lap. Let me, let me, well, praise God. <laughs> lay in my lap and, 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 you know, and, and let me entice you and tell me your strength. And she kept pulling, pulling, pulling. And eventually, this is what happens. Those spirits will drain you to the point when it's time for you to stand and do battle. You don't have the strength to stand up and do battle. And that's when the enemy catches you. At that moment of vulnerability, I pray I'm helping somebody. And so, what you, I, what I want you to walk away from this with, with Caleb, is that this man had a wisdom and he had an understanding. He had a different spirit, and he said the same strength that I had the day that Moses prophesied this promise and this inheritance. He said I still have it. He said, listen. He said now is my strength for war. He said my strength. I've got strength to go out and strength to come in. It takes a diligence and it takes a vigilance to know how to divide. Oh, I feel the presence of God. Glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Oh, I felt that. Hallelujah. It takes a strength to know, a wisdom to know how to divide your strength. In other words, there's a strength that you need when you're at work. There's a strength that you need when you're at home with your family. There's a strength that you need when you're out in the community. 
and and they're all different for example the strength that I need at home you know is not the same measure as the strength I would need when I'm doing ministry when I'm doing ministry I'm uh, uh, 100 <laughs> I'm on 100 because you, you're ready for whatever I've got my game face on and I'm ready for the presence of God but I also recognize that demons in the room too right so you're, you're not taking any prisoners you're not playing around with it you're using everything you have well at least I do let me talk about me use everything you have and and so I don't need to be on that same level of strength when I'm at home around my kids and my, I don't need that I can relax because I know their spirits. I know they're going to stand outside the bathroom and wait for me to come out. Yeah, I know they're going to ask me, Mom, what are we going to have for dinner? What? So so I don't need that. I don't need to operate in the same uh, uh, dimension of strength at home than I do when I'm in ministry or when I'm at work. Right? So you, you got to know, and there was a wisdom in Caleb. He knew. He said, I, I've got strength for war. I've got strength to go out, and I have strength to come in. He said, now, therefore, give me my mountain that the Lord spoke. He said, now is the appointed time, because I learned how to, check this out, people of God, reserve and preserve strength. Because here's what we do, too, and this is what the, really the inspiration for this message came from, is I was just thinking about some young people that I know in ministry, and they're wide open. You know, I mean, they're... <laughs> Bless their heart. They're just wide open. I mean, they're here, there, everywhere. Boom, 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 boom. And you get tired just watching them. You know? And, and, and I'm not, I don't have a lot of chronological age on my life, but I'm old in the spirit. Right? So you look at that and you're like, hmm, it's, there's, it's just a matter of time before you're going to burn out. And and you, you've got to, and I often tell my young ministers, those who will listen, pace yourself. Don't worry about your face on the fly or whose revival you're running or you gonna be doing this for a long time I was telling somebody this is my going into my eight what 18th year of ministry pastoring I've been serving almost 30 years of ministry a long time and I'm so glad I didn't start out running I didn't start out running I started out pacing myself and and those of you who run track you know how that goes I'm, I'm not a track runner I'm not even an athlete God help me but you you know how to pace yourself you just don't start out or those of you who are chefs or you you have culinary giftings do you cook everything on high <laughs> you, you don't cook everything on high there's some things you need to simmer there's some things that goes in the oven there's some things you can cook in your your crock pot and and you what eight hours right you you don't, you don't every praise God I pray you understand where I'm going with it. What I'm saying is learn how to pace yourself. Count up the cost. If you plan on being in this journey, in this work for till death do you part, what's the rush? Be okay with taking your time. Let everybody else go ahead. <laughs> and that's what I do. Oh my God, I don't, I don't see you. Do, no, you, you're not going to see me because I have enough wisdom to know that I haven't reached the peak of ministry yet and that may be mind-blowing for some but I have I, I know that I know that I have not reached my peak yet I know that and so wisdom says daughter pace slow down trot you know what I'm saying sometimes it ain't even running trot jog so that like Caleb after 45 years of waiting you still have strength to enjoy the blessing. And this is where I'm going to leave you good people. Is that God wants you to have the strength and the, the, the right mindset. And still be of good health. So you can enjoy what he has for you. 
There are many now, and I'm going to give you one last scripture, but there are many now who have worn themselves out that now when the kingdom of God needs them, they're just burnt out, worn out, I'm tired, let somebody else go. Well, pass the buck because they're tired. And and, and so you've got to be very, um, just be very uh, mindful in that area. That you're not running, 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 trying to prove how great you are and trying to whatever your thing is, that when it's time now for that promise, right? When it's time for the promise, because you've been receiving promises, but you haven't gotten that promise yet. I haven't gotten mine. I've got yeah, a lot of blessings along the way. Praise God. Many breakthroughs along the way. Hallelujah. But that promise that I know God made with me, I haven't received it yet. And so it would be foolish of me to run out here wide open and, and bust 100 miles per hour when I, I know I've got a distance to go. And I don't want to be worn out and, and, and tired and fatigued and mad. And you know, Have you ever found... And, and Lord help me to grace what I'm saying but have you ever met an older person who uh, was bitter you know they they maybe let's just say they maybe lost that love <clears throat> and so they see a young married couple or a young couple in love dating or what have you and instead of them kind of doting on them and giving them some advice they kind of have like you know something negative to say you better watch out for them don't trust them better watch out look like you take your money <laughs> <laughs> and I mean I laugh just because the, the, the theatrics of that but it's, it's really not funny because what has happened is bitterness has crept in kind of like how arthritis sets in the joints well bitterness can set into the joint and into the, the spirit of a man and things that should have brought them joy in the realm of the spirit and seeing other people's relationships even seeing people prosper it's hard for them to, to accept it because they can't help but reflect on their losses and what they their the opportunities that they missed. I know many I hate to even admit this, but I know many bitter older people. I can name a few. <laughs> they're they're bitter. They love God, they're still in the faith, but they're bitter because uh for whatever reason, but one of those reasons is uh they feel slighted. They feel as though um they didn't get that fulfillment that they were believing God for or, or whatever. They just feel some kind of way. And so when they see somebody else sort of operating in that instead of them encouraging them you know yeah man I got woman I got young daughter young son go ahead preach run minister prophesy pray you know instead of them being that hand in their back to push them there'll be a stumbling block so I wanted to leave this last scripture with you and it's coming out of 1st Kings chapter 13 and the context is covered in verses 11 through 25 but it's talking about an old prophet and a young man of God the young man of God was a prophet but he's referred to as a man of God and and he comes down uh, he's from Judah and he comes down to approach the king and he tells the king and I'm not going to go into all of this but anyway he releases a word to the king uh, because God apparently the old prophet was praise God kept the name but wasn't working you know <laughs> fired but still working let me just put it like that he still kept the title but God was he wasn't employed in the kingdom and um, so the man of God comes down releases the word to the king and the king kind of challenges him a little bit but God gives the man of God instructions and he said don't go home the same way you came don't eat bread in anybody's house you know God gave him specific instructions but this old prophet 
challenged him and pursued him and eventually ended up uh, seducing this man to come and have dinner at his house and as this man that God specifically told him don't go home don't eat with anybody you know take a different route and carry yourself home well the old prophet seduces him oh the Lord spoke to me too as a matter of fact it was an angel and so that's how we know he was fired because his revelation was off but anyway um, and, and so anyway the old man the old prophet gets the young man of God to his house and as the young man is eating the food in his mouth the old prophet said oh the Lord said you're not going to make it home you're going to die on the way home so you know this is stuff you can't make up I promise you it's in the scripture and so to make a long story short this old man became a stumbling block and so this is also a word of warning for both the old men, non-gender, and the young men. Okay, let me just put that on and say that. There's a warning for the old prophets or the old preachers or bishops or apostles or spiritual mothers or spiritual whatever your thing was, and you missed your season. Leave the people, leave these young people alone. You know, if 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 it is their season to go forth and minister and if you can't support them, leave them alone. Don't be a stumbling block. Because they're going to look at you as an as an elder and they're going to entreat you as an elder and they're going to respect you as an elder. So give them the same courtesy of being that elder. And if you can't, get out the way. I tell people all the time, if I can't help you, I will leave you alone. I will not be a summon block. And so and then there's also a word of warning to the younger generation, those who are coming up, is what you do what God tells you. If somebody else said what God told me, you're not going to be held responsible for what God told them. You're responsible for what God told you. So don't get that twisted, because there'll be some. I've, I, listen, I've had oh, I can tell you about some testimonies. I could write books on end about that. Folks would come in, especially if you're young, starting your ministry out, like we were years ago. Oh, the Lord said to do it like this. The Lord said to, and I'm like, God didn't tell me. I might be young, but I can hear. God did not say do that, right? And 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 so you you have to cleave to what the Holy Spirit tells you and do what God tells you. Okay, so I pray that I don't want to get too deep into that. But if you want to know more about it, hit me up and, and, and maybe I'll put a teaching together around that. But at any rate, I um, want to thank you for your time. I pray that this message has been a blessing to you and that you've received an impartation of wisdom and some understanding. I pray also that you understand why you need to rightly divide your strength. Know when and how much strength to use. Learn how to pace yourself. Study what happened with Caleb and, and be like him. Amen. You when you you want to find that place and rest in God, and you want to be able to be in your right mind when that season comes. Amen. So God bless you. Listen, if this message has been a blessing, and I believe by faith it has, why don't you consider being a blessing to the ministry? You can praise God. Go to our website. My ministry website is the Love Church Charlotte. That's T L C O R A dot org. My Soteria website is down because I'm doing some maintenance on it. Um, but you can always visit my church. Amen. I do have a physical church. I'm a real pastor, <laughs> a real apostle with real people. And um, amen. I, I would be honored if you would uh, seek the Lord about being a blessing and sending an offering to help us stay, amen, in a place where we can hear God and not have to worry, amen, about finances or anything of that nature. So you can visit my website. If you follow me on Facebook, my cash app is on my Facebook page. Um, but if you don't sow anything, guess what? I'm going to continue to do what God has called me to do because my reward ultimately comes from him. So God bless you. We love you. We'll come back at the appointed time. God bless.